by popular request, the great Doug Stanhope joins me today with his partner in crime, Bingo. Uh, I look forward to speaking with her as well. We have lots of history to review here. Uh, Let me give you uh, some of the particulars where you can find Doug. Of course, on X, uh, Doug Stanhope, that's right where you expect to find him. And a lot of people forget that he was a 2008 uh, U.S. presidential candidate. Uh, We'll take some calls on the second half of the show, so go to the Twitter spaces and we'll call you up. I'll explain to you how you will have a little cartoon that shows you how to do that. Uh, after about the first half of the show, get to your calls. Uh, and just after this, the great Doug Stanhope. Our laws as it pertain to substances are draconian and bizarre. The psychopaths start this way. He was an alcoholic. Because of social media and pornography, PTSD, love addiction, fentanyl and heroin, ridiculous. I'm a, I'm a doctor for <laughs> sake. Where the hell do you think I learned that? I'm just saying, you go to treatment before you kill people. I am a clinician. I observe things about these chemicals. Let's just deal with what's real. We used to get these calls on Loveline all the time. Educate adolescents and to prevent and to treat. If you have trouble, you can't stop and you want to help stop it, I can help. I got a lot to say. I got a lot more to say. Are you one of the millions of American women and men dealing with premature hair thinning and hair loss? Or maybe you're scared about inheriting that thinning look because it runs in your family? Start 2024 with a real solution that delivers results without the harsh side effects or unwanted chemicals and no need for prescription. Provia uses a safe natural ingredient, Procapil, to effectively target the three main causes of premature hair thinning and hair loss. By supporting healthy scalp circulation, the delivery of nourishing nutrients, and healthy hair follicle anchoring to your scalp, Provia guarantees more hair on your head than in the shower or on your comb. Right now, new customers save over 50% plus free shipping. Every introductory package includes a full 60-day supply of Provia serum for daily use, plus the Provia Super Concentrate for faster, more noticeable results. Don't wait. Order now to save an extra 10% and get free shipping at ProviaHair.com forward slash Drew. That's P-R-O-V-I-A-H-A-I-R, ProviaHair.com slash D-R-E-W. As a physician, I am deeply concerned about efforts to erode the doctor-patient relationship. And as medical freedom continues to come under assault, I'm on a mission to empower you to be able to take care of yourselves and your family the way you want to. I urge you to get this medical emergency kit from The Wellness Company. It contains essential prescription medication you should really always have on hand. Here's Dr. Peter McCullough, Chief Scientific Officer. It's a very broad and diverse medical kit. can handle everything from a urinary tract infection, a fungal infection, a bronchitis. People can, you know, via telemedicine, Uh, get their questions answered and get on the right track. But it's basically an at-home formula. For the first time, people, instead of being uh, uh, held captive by an urgent care or by a doctor's office or an ER, they can actually do this themselves at home. Save yourself the weight and the hassle and feel better faster. Go to drdrew.com slash TWC for 10% off. That is drdrew.com slash TWC for 10% off the medical emergency kit. All right. As I said, you can find Doug Stanhope at DougStanhope.com. He's also available on X at the same, Doug Stanhope. And Caleb, if you wouldn't mind uh, throwing up the uh, the uh, schedules coming up here. I can't quite get my microphone. There we go. Uh, coming up here, that's who's coming. Joe Latipo on the 31st. 
Uh, Kelly Victory, as I said, is returning on February 14th. She'll be here on Valentine's Day with Alex Berenson. You see the list there. Check it out. Uh, again, it says, I believe all the shows are 3 o'clock uh, Pacific time, but do check uh, check in with us. We'll uh, let you know for sure. And don't forget to get on our our con on our um, email list so you can get and go to drdrew.tv and we'll send you out a uh, blast when the show is uh, coming along. All right. So as we say up there on the screen, we are going to be um, in Twitter Spaces. I'm right now joining it myself, in fact. Uh, and Doug has and uh, and Bingo have very kindly agreed to stick around and take your calls as well. So please welcome Doug Stanhope. <laughs> there you are. There which I one am. is Doug and which Here one me. is and which one is Bingo? I'm confused. Bingo, don't so don't confuse Bingo's uh, uh, headdress for any support of anyone in the uh, Palestine conflict. Understood. Is is a non-political uh, gesture with the bunny headdress? I get it. Is it cold where you guys are? Yeah. It's uh, pretty chilly. Yeah. Yeah, it's about forty nine degrees. The, which Crazy. Tell the story how you ended in Bisbee. How did that happen to you guys? I mean, you were touring comedian forever, and then all of a sudden, there you guys are out in the country. It, this was just a, a weird little stop that I found between uh, gigs, and I had three days off between uh, Phoenix and El Paso gigs, and I lived in L.A. at the time, so we just kept coming back to this weird little town. It was so just immediately when you drive through the tunnel, it's like, like captivating like where the fuck am i mm. so i just kept coming back to the point where i had to leave la at one point but just it was too much too much traffic and too much people and i said why not move here and i've been here for 18 years that's amazing and you and you guys love it there and bingo how have you felt yeah. living there oh man well we got together after my first mental institution hospitalization and um so this is home for me it's a very I, mentally uh mental illness friendly here it's a population of nice 5, and uh yeah. lovely it works, it works I, for me i i like that i i um i revisited uh before the show the forward i wrote for you for this is not fame right <laughs> and i i and 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 I, and I laughed out loud. It's a lot of it. I've forgotten exactly what I said. And I thought I'll stand by all of this. But but it, it reminds me of the, I love the fact that they embrace people. That that's people come in all kinds of interesting varieties. And for them to shun you or to make you feel different or whatever uh, for a small town, that's very that's very uh, appealing. It's a, yeah, it's a, it's an artist town, but a, like really broke ass artists. So you get a lot of uh, you know, mental health cases uh, to the point where you go, okay, how much am I really going to defend mental health? My girlfriend's mentally ill, but she's not mentally ill at you like a lot of these people. <laughs> it's a lot of a lot of meth well, mixes with the illness down here. Oh, anymore. that's different. Yeah, no, no, meth meth is a different deal. That 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 creates a brain disorder of 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 aggression and violence. In fact, there was a guy named David Smith is an old time uh, addiction guy. He ran the Haight-Ashbury free clinic and he, and another guy, I don't know if you remember growing up the term speed kills, remember seeing that around speed kills, speed kills. And yeah. uh, that was when it really, after the aftermath of the sixties speed epidemic meth, that was, it really was all kinds of pills at that point, primarily. Black and he told me once, 
The black beauties, exactly. And and he told me at the time, he goes, we, we didn't mean that speed killed people. We meant the people on speed kill. And I thought, oh, yeah, that's that's the fact. They get very, very aggressive. I, I, it's, it's interesting. I don't, I think of that as a, a brain reaction, not as a mental illness, but it, it is technically a mental illness, I guess. It's meth, meth psychosis. Awesome. Yeah, if you, when you when you see him doing that dance in the middle of the uh, Circle K parking lot for a few hours, <laughs> you, you don't say that's a reaction. You go, that that guy's fucked. Wait, uh, yeah, I call that Saint Vita. I, I call that St. Vita's dance because sometimes it includes a lot of kind of wild movement. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, it's, it's, I know it when I see it, that's for sure. So so in this book, in the, I didn't know, I didn't remember uh, that you dedicated it to, to some of the folks that helped with bingo, right? Do you remember? Uh, yeah. Yeah, the, 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 the two doctors that... Uh, it, uh, basically uh, saved her life. Uh, uh, Mark and uh, uh, Susan Bazell. Susie. Yeah. 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 yeah they're two uh, and, and doctors. Bigger, you, and Bigger's been funny, for a I, long I, time. In the early days, I didn't have health care forever. And so at one point, I had an umbilical hernia that needed repair. And I so I just put out on my uh -oh. website back when such <laughs> things existed. And I said, hey, if you're a doctor out there and you want to treat free surgery for a complimentary t-shirt or a CD. And I got it. <laughs> it so, worked. And then they ended up being the same emergency room uh, doctors that uh, saved my ass when she had her traumatic brain. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness. Amazing. <laughs> well, and, and, and bingo, is there any significance to the Sergeant Pepper style coat there? No, I, I collect um, weird shit, and I don't know why I put it on today. No significance, no. So, so I fell in love with <laughs> I fell in love with Binko when she <laughs> sent me her box. So I want to show you, <laughs> I want to show you Bingo's box. This I found. We found the box. Susan found the box. This is the Bingo's box, was, and we've got some of the Bingo's some box? of the contents. Some of the contents still are in here, which are beautiful. And uh, you can see with unfeigned gratitude, thank you from Bing. Yeah. And so it has been in this room. It's been, I, it, it was in, I sort of have a screen I'm looking at here, and it's been under that screen for, God, as, as long as we've been doing this show. And it used to be up in our bedroom for a long time. We brought Bingo's box into our bedroom. That's what we did. <laughs> and so, and so, and um, and before the show, uh, why don't you share, Doug, what you said about uh, me saying Bingo's box over and over again and it not having <laughs> any uh, consequence. Just that I thought it was impressive that no one was swinging at the low-hanging fruit and making a vagina joke. And then Susan chimed in and went, ah, Bingo's box, ah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I said I love Bingo's box. Uh, well, that's, that's sort of the same, same as what I said, pretty much. Uh, okay, I'm looking at it, it. Was our Rumble Rants guys and Jay Hep? I know you were one of them that really wanted Doug here. So you, this is your chance. You can come in on the chat there and ask any questions you have. Uh, I'm hey, watching. Uh, Susan is watching. Let me, let, let me let me cut this off at the head before. If anyone's going to try to rehash 
of old animosity that I <laughs> I put out into the world between don't even bother. We've already covered it a million times. Yeah. In, yeah, yeah. in fact, um, I'm doing uh, Amanda Knox has a podcast series called Labyrinths coming up and I'm doing her podcast uh, coming up and you and uh, are the subject of that. You and I and our relationship is going to be the subject. Oh, interesting. Of, because uh, she, had, she yeah, posted something. Awesome. She posted awesome. something on Twitter, uh, uh, something about her kid told his first joke and uh, some poop joke, and and I was I was gonna make a joke that would be at, at the expense of uh, you know her reputation, what what she went through, and I don't know her well enough to do that. And these are things I've learned. Yeah, yeah. You and other people I've made fun of, and then I go, oh, I wish I could take that back. Wish that person yeah, hadn't yeah. heard that. And uh, so, so then <laughs> that's now the subject because she's on the other end of that. That that will be the subject yeah. of our podcast is you. Oh, fantastic! And yeah, it's just it's just about taking that beat, right? Just taking a beat and going. Mm -hmm. I wonder how that's going to land. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> I wonder if it's going to have the effect I wanted to. I wonder how it land on the person. Right. Yeah, we you really. When you first started out, where I was just doing CDs in the late 90s, and you, there's no such thing as Google or YouTube. You could make fun of anyone as a human being and no thought they'll ever find it. Where are they going to find this? Right, so right. Doug Flutie. Right, right, right. Doug Flutie had a, a child with some disabilities. that, I, And it wasn't directed at the kid, but the kid did catch a little bit of the train wheels in that bit. Um, and I would never do that if now where I thought, oh, what if Doug Flutie heard that? Uh, but yeah, sometimes yeah. it's too late. And sometimes you don't know when someone's a great guy until Burt Kreischer says, oh, no, Dr. Drew's a great guy. Yeah, I talk to him all the time. <laughs> he, was the, he was the midwife to us becoming friends. Oh, is that? I had no idea. I didn't know Bert was involved with that. You know, I, I had kind of helped invent Bert. I, he told the machine story for the first time on Loveline when he was, I think, co-hosting with me. And I, oh, and I was, I was, yeah, and I was dying when he told the story. And I made him come back the next night and tell it again. And when he finished the second time telling it, I said, dude, that's your movie. And that, that was the movie. How do you get so. stop telling it? Massachusetts and he's still telling it with his shirt off you started this you ended Dr. Drew I mean, I mean if it works you know it's, you gotta stick with what works it's Drew's fault so, yeah it, it is my fault but uh, uh, it's, someone uh, Jen Hollywood is uh, shouting out to you guys and she says, how's the Adderall jewelry I made for you holding up? Did the capsules break? Uh, <laughs> oh, that was so great. Oh, God knows where any of that is I anymore. don't know, but... Um, we have just... Uh, I, I don't I want to kick the dead horse, but we, did a, we had a house fire a year ago. It wasn't major, but because they found asbestos, this entire house was like pulled down to the beams, and uh, oh. we just, oh. after a year, got back in. And uh, so most of that that shit just uh, either to, went to a thrift store at some point, um, in, uh, yeah, uh, or it's still not found from being in storage. They had to clear out everything. As you can tell from the hoard behind me. 
That is so sweet, and, though. And it looks so, good now. I like the backdrop. I know it's all over the. So uh, Jahep seven six seven, your biggest fan. Yeah, uh, wants you to run for president again. But yeah, there are a few calls. He wants that. to know how. <laughs> how about how? What are your thoughts on COVID and how the lockdown was handled? Very oh, serious. I was here. so so incredibly self involved for that. I the the idea that I could just stay home indefinitely and have no responsibility was everything I wanted out of life. And I, I still try to look back and think if I were 25 or 30 years old, instead of 50 or 55 years old, how, like when I was a, a like headstrong libertarian without even knowing what most of it meant, uh, yeah, I would definitely been, I would have been out, you know, licking door handles. To say, you know, <laughs> I did actually. I linked one locally, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I would have. I would make a habit of it. Just I, I for the first the first month, I did a full thirty day news purge. I wouldn't even listen to gossip. I don't want to know anything because mm. I I still I still have no idea. When Rob Schneider is uh, soberly talking to you about uh, ivermectin. <laughs> You go, all right, what do you what what what's even real anymore? <laughs> <laughs> Where do I live? Well, yeah, I, I want to go back to the the book that, that I wrote the forward for again. I I actually thought uh, you were I had two thoughts when you very kindly asked me to write that forward. And I recommend the book. I was looking at the Amazon ratings and it's four and a half stars. It is if you like I I don't understand why it's not a classic. I'm quite serious about that. It, it, it is the people that like and revered Hunter S. Thompson. This is more. There's a lot more wisdom. There's a lot more adventure. Just more. So please read it. Uh, I, I was. Okay, fair enough. Well, like you said, you don't really remember it. So, <laughs> so, but, <laughs> but, but the. The, the two thoughts I had when you asked me was, first, I thought to myself, and I think I even asked you this, can't you get Johnny Depp to do this? Because you and he were friends at that point. And I never asked you, how did that happen? Oh, he just, uh, I got an email at one point, and he had, he had already written the forward for the first book. But by the time okay. I go, hey, he goes, I haven't finished it yet. I go, they're, like he stretched so long saying I haven't finished. They go, they're, they're either today or they're not going to use it. So he just gave them what he had, which <laughs> wasn't really, yeah. Uh, it, was, it was supposed to be a ages long run on sentence, but it was only a page. Uh, he's just a fan, evidently. There's one bit I did that I, I get a few fans uh, of notoriety because uh, it was about, uh, do you ever try to sleep sober? How do you do that is the premise. And I get a lot of fans that understood exactly what I meant. That's how I <laughs> met Marilyn Manson. That's how I met Johnny Depp uh, from that one special. Uh, and so, yeah, then we just, there's not a lot of booze bags what? left anymore, Drew. Well, you kind of ruined all that. You ruined the fun, you know, with the celebrity rehab where people are like, oh, wait, aren't we supposed to do those? Why is well, it not so there are, I, I, I promise they're around. I promise. Uh, but 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 
But I, I, um, oh shoot. Oh, I've just noticed that every really good comedian has a movie star fan. Like every, every have their own, like you each have your own. Like Segura's got Brad Pitt and, uh, I forget who, uh, Kreischer had I know there was somebody I saw the other day that you guys each it's so interesting to me it's like each one gets their own movie star I, the, the few times I remember being jealous Mitch Hedberg had a lot of rock and roll star fans and I didn't even like Mm-hmm. Before I knew they were someone cool, I because I never listened to music, I've never been a music guy. But like the White Stripes, and I think maybe Kid Rock. Before I even knew who these people were, were coming backstage to see him, and uh, yeah, that that made me jealous. Rock stars are uh, maybe a little bit cooler than actors. <laughs> but, but you, but you know what? That's a symptom of is that. Everybody in I've noticed everybody in entertainment is not what they want. They, they they wish they were something else. The rock stars want to be comedians or movie stars. The movie stars want to be comedians. The, the producers want to be directors. The directors want to be actors. Everybody is not doing exactly what they wanted to do, which is Except so odd you, to me. Drew, Drew Pinsky is the only one who is very satisfied being Drew Pinsky. <laughs> I, I, I am doing exactly what I want to do because I really couldn't do anything else. But that, that's a different that's a different uh, conclusion. Somebody uh, on YouTube said Kreischer's uh, guy is Steve Gutenberg. Is that right? That's hysterical. I, I, that may be true. Uh, and uh, I can't hear you, Susan. Your, your mic is off. Also, sorry, a little off today. Uh, somebody on Twitch wants to know if you'll be doing any more movies because he loved you on Road Dog. And if you're touring, I, I've done two acting jobs, and they're both uh, playing the same role. Basically, I did a Louis C.K. show, and then this uh, 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 very low budget, The Road Dog. And uh, <laughs> the only acting job I got was the second one from the first a decade plus later. And uh, I'm not turning down a lot of offers. Is the, uh, is, is the answer? And how about touring? People are wondering where you're up next, where they can find out what's up. Uh, I, have to, uh, I have to have desire and an act. And uh, easier to write the act than, than I'm, I'm not, I'm not forced. I still, I filmed a special in May that I still haven't got around to editing. And part of my head says, you know, I should put that out right when I'm about to start going on tour again. To get the you know momentum going, okay, yeah. hey, he's alive yeah. and he's touring, rather than put it out and <laughs> going, funny. yeah, this might be the last of it. And uh, Susan, before we started, was uh, uh, looking for the footage of our uh, on stage at the Skank Fest. Susan, she she wanted to relive <laughs> the magic. <laughs> Bingo box. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> Bingo's box. Look for the so let's do this. I think I think Doug the won the skankiest skank award. Oh yeah, for there the were night. there were two main of there were two takeaways from the entire weekend, and uh, you you uh, were apparently number two on everyone's list. Number one was yeah, uh, the other one was someone name? had sex in public, but it wasn't really in public. With a trans, in public. <laughs> and it, it was a trans. With a transsexual. It didn't matter. I don't. It didn't matter. But they were all laughing because they. <laughs> yeah, I, no, I, 
I'm actually with you because I did, I never ever paid I never found out I never asked which direction the transsexual had tra turned you know which was it a, a male to a female a female to a male I I who cares but it's it's you I know. thought Doug was, was the skankiest <laughs> if it was someone else's piss maybe. <laughs> all right so here's what I, here's what here's what i want to do don't leave bingo we're going to take calls now and so right. i see you all in the twitter spaces we have more twitter we have more uh you, you can join us on twitter spaces if you want to uh, talk to doug or bingo or myself i see one hand up so far uh and caleb is playing the little cartoon here on how you you call in what you do you push the request i bring you up you have to unmute yourself and uh, you can talk to the great uh, doug stanhope and a bingo so we'll take a little break and then we'll come back for calls after this okay you're gonna be able to ladies and gentlemen let's make a resolution that's easy to keep and delivers immediately on its promise with GenuCell Skincare, you can turn back the clock and look 5, 10, even 15 years younger. And right now, GenuCell Skincare is celebrating 2024 with its New Year's sales event. Save over 60% off all of our favorite GenuCell products with one of our customized skincare routine packages. Say goodbye to those fine lines in the forehead and run your corner of your eyes. Sagging jawline, dark marks, skin redness, even under eye bags. Leave them in 2023. GenuCell works for women and men. It's safe for all skin types and perfect for skin of any age plus with its immediate effects genucell promises results that will make you smile guaranteed or 100 of your money back start your new year look off right with one of our custom genucell skincare bundles right now at genucell.com drew use our special code drew at checkout for extra savings off your order today and remember every order place is automatically upgraded to free shipping don't wait. That is genucel.com forward slash Drew, G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com slash D-R-E-W. Well, most of my career, I've been urging people to kick habits, change habits. Well, this time, I'd like to suggest getting into the habit of adding Paleo Valley grass-fed bone broth protein to your daily nutrition regimen. Here's CEO Autumn Smith. It's made from cows with 100% grass-fed and finished, and bones. They're bones. Rather than the hide, most Bone broth or collagen powders are made from hides or hooves, but ours is actually made from the bone because it'll contain additional nutrients. Bone broth is a way to bring back those nutrients, those minerals, and there's glucosaminoglycans, and then there's collagen, which helps us prevent wrinkles and joint pain and actually heals our gut. There's, there's gelatin, and there's just all of these ingredients that the modern diet has kind of left by the wayside. Susan and I have been mixing the chocolate favorite bone broth literally into our coffee every morning for months. And we've noticed a difference in our energy, appearance of our hair, skin, nails. Susan's particularly very happy with this. The bioavailable protein also helps us feel satiated. That's the part I'm happy with. Paleo Valley bone broth also comes in vanilla and pure unflavored and can easily be added to your coffee, smoothies, yogurt. Go to drdrew.com slash paleo, P-A-L-E-O, for 15% off your first order. Again, that is drdrew.com slash paleo. We all know the value of a good night's sleep. We feel better, look better, have more energy to spare, but you could be missing out on all of those benefits if you're sleeping on sheets that are too hot or too cold or just plain uncomfortable. I have the solution. 
Cozy Earth Bedding. Cozy Earth is the softest and most comfortable sheets, blankets, loungewear, and more. They use premium viscose from highly sustainable bamboo, and we sleep in them regularly. I wear their t-shirts. Susan wears their pajamas. Cozy Earth Bedding comes with a 100-night sleep trial, which means you have up to 100 nights to sleep on them, wash them, try them out. If you're not in love, just return them within 100 days for a full refund. Susan and I love them. In fact, we have Cozy Earth sheets on our bed right now, and they made a huge difference in our sleep. If you've never tried Cozy Earth, we have some awesome news. You can save up to 35% off Cozy Earth right now. But hurry, this offer will not last. Go to CozyEarth.com, enter my promo code DREW at checkout for up to 35% off on your first order. That is CozyEarth.com, promo code DREW, C-O-Z-Y-E-A-R-T-H, CozyEarth.com, code D-R-E-W. Let's get Doug and uh, Bingo back out here. It's interesting, uh, bingo, uh, people that don't know you are getting confused and calling you bunny because of the headdress, which is hysterical. And uh, and those that, the other thing I'm noticing reading the, particularly over on the Rumble side, you, your friends, your your fans really are kind and really, really are affect, really love you guys. I mean, they appreciate what you, both you, uh, which is nice I, to see. I honestly have, one of the best fan bases in comedy. Like, not, I'm not saying that, like, ask is reputation-wise, when we go to clubs like, repeatedly for years, you, you, we can't wait for you to come back because your fans are the best fans, even though they tend to get a little too uh, drunk. Oh, yeah. They tend to tailgate a little too early sometimes, a little, uh, but they, they tip on, on a, almost a, a rivaling a gay audience, which, you know, are the, always the best tippers. <laughs> they're always yes. polite. To, it might be rude to me, but they're, they're kind to the staff. <laughs> like, they do. They, they are, well, they're, they're kind to me here, which I'm not used to, and they, are, they really are expressing <laughs> their appreciation and love for you guys. And uh, it's just, they're just like into it. So it's, it's nice to see. And I, you know, I, you forget if you're not a comedian how much <laughs> this is odd that this came up today, but uh, how much the fans are sort of specific to the performer. I was thinking about this last night. I was watching a documentary. I'm not saying your fans are anything like this about insane clown posse. And uh, apparently oh, yeah. they were. Yeah. And, and I've met a lot of the juggalos and when you sort of meet them, they are lovely and they get a little carried away, but they're usually lovely people. I, I, I was invited to do that. Uh, whatever the gathering of the, the juggalos. The gathering. And I was just a little too old. I mean, you caught me <laughs> maybe five years earlier from when that invite, but I saw, I saw a documentary and I'm like, I'm too old for the mud. And, you know, I, I need a, yeah. you know, a holiday in minimum. I'm not sleeping in some guy's trailer. No yeah. matter how nice he yeah. sets it up. I'm with you. But That's I, what I said. I, yeah, I feel, I've been asking. Also, they they sh they throw Jaeger bottles and I, I can't, if I get hit, it'll be curtains for me. Oh, uh, <laughs> Fago. They do. They squirt the Fago everywhere. See, I, made, I brought up Fago this morning. I brought it up to Adam this morning. He broke out in absolute, frankly, tears. Um, but in this documentary, they they were they were um, they were they were picked by the FBI as being a gang that incited a terrorist group that incited a gang violence, group. and they sued the FBI. Yeah, it's a great documentary. I'd never seen it before. 
And I was like, yeah. it, it was, and the, they had the documentary list of top 10 terrorists. It was like MS-13, uh, you know, Houthi, Rebels, <laughs> Juggalos. It was like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> now I kind of want incredible. That, now I want that invite again. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> years ago, you. I said no. But maybe it's funny to go back when you're getting AARP magazine. <laughs> I would, I'm, I, I would probably go if you went, sir. So, so it'd be really interesting. Yeah, yeah. that that would it, it would. Uh, you can tell that to. to um, well, did you did you see Jay as well? Violent Jay was at the uh, the Skank Fest. Did you see him the day before I, we saw you guys? Oh no, I don't know if I did. Oh wait, yeah, oh, we yeah. did. It was, it was, we did see him. Yeah, it's pretty pretty interesting, and I I never never put two and two together, but Skank and Juggalo ICP they're very kind of similar <laughs> cultures in there. All right, I'm trying to get Ken up here, uh, Ken TV. Skank Fest uh, for the record. There's nothing in my 34 years of comedy that's compared to Skank Fest. Like, uh, it's it is one of the, the the most fun experiences I've had in all of comedy. So I would uh, hugely oh, I'm, glad you, I, I'm glad you feel that because I I was we were delighted to have been a part of it. It did it did not uh, disappoint. That's for sure. And they had Ellis Mania there as part of it. It just was a, it was a look. It was lovely. That's all it, I'm saying. It was skanky and fun. There was there was a skankiness about it. All right, Ken. I'm trying again. You got a and uh, I got COVID. Oh uh, yeah, of course. Well, as is the as is the custom. I always get COVID though. Uh. Uh, we couldn't go there to we here are. before. Now, now, Ken, unmute yourself. Ken TV oh, here. Wow. There we are. Did we get him? I came okay. up Hello, and Ken, I, couldn't hear, Doug. I couldn't hear anybody when I came up, so I'm like, let me just drop out, and then maybe I'll better think. I can hear everybody here now. Here you are. Hey, Drew, we can hey, hear Doug. you. What's going on? Hey, Bingo. How's it going? Okay, my question Ken? is, uh, do you know who is Ian Ellis, uh, Doug? Do I? Do you know Ellis? Is, is that the name? Ian yeah, Ellis. Ian Ellis. He's a comedian. Uh, I'm, I'm, Ian Ellis. I'm not. It's either no or yeah. He's one of my best friends, and I'm just uh, forgetting. <laughs> uh, he, he, he knows uh, the guy that puts together Skankfest. He knows Lewis. Right. L Lewis uh, from the uh, the Skanks. Lewis Lewis Gomez. Yes. How do you spell this guy's name? Ian Ells. He said. E E N E L L E S or something like that. How do you pronounce his last spell? His last name. Yeah, E L L E S. I S I S E L L I S. I don't. I don't know. Is there? If there's some more factual information, where you go, oh, you guys broke out of a Tijuana jail cell together, then I'll go, oh, that guy. He needs. He's. You know what? And and that and that's not because. His brain isn't working well. It's as you as you get as you if you live in lots of different situations, like Doug's on the road or Doug's in Bisbee or Doug's at the Skankfest, right. you, you you can't recall people unless you give the context. It's very weird. I, I have the same experience. Well, you're, you're, you're just giving me a series of letters at this point. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you so said what else up? Uh, Drew, yeah, you said ahead. that. 
uh, rock stars wanted to be comics. What about Def Leppard? They wanted to be rock stars. Is that what they said? I didn't know those yeah, guys. Yeah, that's, that's why they made Pyromania yeah. and they had that. Well, I, I will tell you, um, Gene Simmons wanted to be a rock star. That, that was his Definitely. plan. So uh, I'm not I'm not saying everybody always, but I've noticed that there is a trend where people aren't quite what they wanted to be. Uh, let's uh, get Josh up here. Def Leppard, that, that one guy in Def Leppard wanted to be a two-armed drummer. Hey, Dr. Drew. <laughs> hey, Josh, what's happening? <laughs> not much. <laughs> so I was wondering um, if, you know, the connection between psychology and comedy and I was wondering, mm -hmm. like, because comedians tend to, well, Freud always thought that comedians will put something that's sort of conscious back into the unconscious. So that's hmm. sort of the nature of the joke is that, you know, we're all sort of having these things, thinking these things. And then the comedian says, no, no, you're not thinking that, you're, you know. And so, and I was wondering if, if um, and also I was wondering between comedy and psychology and also Trump, and how comedy has taken a weird turn once he started becoming very popular because it's almost as if the comedians had sort of less to work with. And I was just wondering if you wanted to comment on that. <laughs> because because he was sucking up all the comedy? <laughs> yeah, in a sense, he was sort but, of controlling our unconscious in a way. He sort of talks in a way oh, that's weird. where we're all thinking. I don't like to think about that. Yeah, I know. It's weird. <clears throat> that's what I was thinking about. So I wanted to know if you had a comment on that. Doug, what do you say? Uh, I, I never really talk about that. Trump, uh, from, from my perspective, uh, ruined what, like, my style of comedy things uh, that I would talk about. He ruined those because he would try to do that, and he was so bad at it that he was just offensive. And I had the same problem with, like, Facebook fan pages. I would hear that, yeah, everyone on there, they're, like, fucking racist and fucking misogynist because they're just like trying to mimic someone and they're bad at it. So it, to, to yeah. me, what I, what I do, and I feel gross talking about myself like this, but there is a fine line where you go, okay, yeah, if you do this poorly, it's like eating a blowfish at sushi. You cut the thing the wrong yeah. way. You're going to fucking poison yourself yeah. and die. Yeah. 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 Do, do you have your own personal, and I this to follow on Josh's question, I'm sort of curious about this. And I'm, I'm curious about what Bingo thinks about it too, frankly. But but do you have your own, Bingo, are you awake? You good? Are you still with me? There you are. And, and are you, like you, all the way. you look lost in thought. All right, good. I want to make sure I, I didn't put you to sleep. Uh, but do you have your own personal sort of theory of comedy? Because people, people, you know, people study comedy, try to figure out what is mirth? Why do humans laugh? And, and comedians all have kind of different ideas about it. <laughs> yeah, that, and, and that's all, all that guy was saying. Like, and how do you break this down? I don't. I don't even know the the, the basic terms are. I don't know what yeah. satire even means. That's for other talking yeah, yeah. heads to, to put together. I don't know why anything I've done is funny. I just do what amuses me, and then uh, hopefully it works. Mm -hmm. The parallel economy has empowered us to care for our health, well-being, as well as longevity. Likewise, for us pet parents who now have a place to go when it comes to keeping the family dogs, cats, even horses 
in the best shape possible. As a dog dad, I'm thrilled to be working with Pet Club 24-7, a company founded by two guys who lost dogs to serious conditions, including cancer. Pet Club 24-7 has an incredible array of products, including a line of supplements for humans, such as the Inforce Plus Corollius Versicolor and Inforce Corollius Versicolor with Reishi. My friend and colleague, Christina Ferrari, a cancer survivor herself, swears by it. When I was diagnosed, the doctor in the emergency room told me, you have two years to live. Oh, boy. Along with the stem cell, I took these. I have been in remission for eight years now. For dogs, mush puppy treats are a fan favorite. Rex, you want to, oh, boy. Oh, he came right. Oh, there he is. They are also made with the Coriolis Versicolor Mushroom, which supports their immune system, according to hundreds of clinical studies. Here's Kristen Ludlow, National Vice President. That strain does matter. We do have the most potent strain, and we also extract it in a proprietary way. And that's why we've been having such wonderful experiences with these products. Mush puppies are made here in the U.S. There are no fillers. It's non-addicting. Your dog can't accidentally overdose. Go to drdrew.com slash petclub247 for a discount off the list price. That is drdrew.com. P-E-T-C-L-U-B-247, Pet Club 247. You know, most comedians have a, have a moment in their life where it hits them. They, they either get hooked on comedy or they think to themselves, uh, I could do this. I could do this as a, make a living. Did you, did you have a moment like that? I, I, hang on. I want to drop this. Uh, it's such a, 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 it's a very rare book. But it's a book, uh, Kaufman was the author, and it, the name of it was The Comedian as Confidence Man, A Study in Irony Fatigue. And it goes through humorists from Ben Franklin up to Bill Hicks and all of these uh, Lake Wobegon days guy, Waterhouse-Five uh, uh, yeah. guy, all, that, where they got so sick of having to hide behind the mask of comedy where they're not kidding. Like, okay, I'm using comedy because that makes it okay to say these things, but I'm not kidding. And uh, it, it's one of the, the, yeah, the best books. And the closest I've ever come to deconstructing it was just, hey, wow, that was Huh? How about that? <laughs> all behind the scenes, damn. Well, <laughs> well done. It's almost like he had mentioned it ahead of time, which he had not. Um, I'm looking it up right now. There. Uh, there's a few of the oh shoot what is short up there again Can't I think exactly it was a reprinting one. because I dropped the name after someone gave me this maybe 20 years ago I dropped the name so much I think I got an email that they did a, a small reprinting because I kept mentioning it and, and what wrong, is it and, and why did it there it is I, oh no oh, god dang it uh, and, and why did this speak to you so vividly the same, uh, just on the yeah, exactly factor where you yeah. go. That's what I know. Yeah. Only so yeah. many people have those stories where you go, yeah, it's I'm because when what, here's the refrain that bothers me, Doctor Drew, is where people go, hey, people, just relax. He's a comedian. If you can't take a joke, and you go, no, it's not a joke. They're offended for the right reasons because I meant every word of what I said. I put a fist fuck joke at the end to put some spin on it, a little moxie and get a laugh. But no, I admit you're offended for the right reason. Like, everything so I said you... about Dr. Drew, I felt and meant, and I will, 
I would yeah. still stand behind a factually. I could go back and argue cases, which we did the first time we met. Like I, w- I would take yeah. out all the personal vitriol. <laughs> I wouldn't want. I wouldn't <laughs> wish you. What? <laughs> what? I wouldn't want. I'm not quite as much. Susan, I'm not quite as much of an asshole. <laughs> yes, I, 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 sh- I. He doesn't want to kill me anymore. He doesn't think I'm quite as much of an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. The right way to uh, uh, personal growth uh, with uh, rehabilitation is to send someone boating with Gary Busey when they're at their worst. <laughs> Things like that, I could argue, right? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and back to my, I'm going to get Kathy up here in a second, but uh, back to my question. Did, did you have a moment where comedy was like, that's what I want to do, or I got hooked on it? Or most comedians can kind of think of a, a moment. No, I, I, I must have toyed with the idea. I wanted to do something. I moved to Hollywood at 18 to try to be an actor, and that didn't work out, and... Uh, that was my own personal boot camp for life was I just showing up blind to Hollywood with 400 bucks in my pocket going, what do I do next? Uh, but then when I, comedy was a boom when I moved to Vegas. And so there was an open mic at this bar every week. And I go, I want to do that. Uh, and, yeah. My, my moment was after I did it and everyone said I did good. And I went, okay, I'll keep doing it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. First, first, First good night. Uh, first time you killed. I, I always love the uh, the language of violence in comedy. Com- comedians either kill <laughs> or, or they die. Or they die. I died up there or I killed the audience. One, one or the or other. Or ate shit. Or ate shit. <laughs> shit. I ate shit. I ate shit up there. Kathy, un- uh, <laughs> unmute yourself and for others that want to come up. Uh, you only drink pee. What's that? No, Doug no. only drinks yeah, pee. No, no, he doesn't eat shit. <laughs> he drinks pee. How dare you talk about <laughs> yes, my friend does. like that? <laughs> it was just a sponge. <laughs> All right. Kathy, you still have to unmute the mic in the lower left-hand corner there to speak. And anybody else wants to speak again, you, you click that same button and uh, I bring you on up the way I have Kathy. And then sometimes it's hard to get that mute button to... There we are. Hi, Kathy. Oh, hi. Are you speaking with me? We are speaking with yes. you. It says Kathy on the, the thing here. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Hello. Hey, um, I actually have a health question. Is it okay to ha- ask a health question or do I need to tell a joke? No, no. You just have to say hi to Bingo and Doug. <laughs> hey, guys. Oh, I'll take entertaining. Group, may I field the health question, please? Ask me. <laughs> <laughs> oh so, my go ahead, Kathy. What's going on there? Okay, what's happening? I am extremely, extremely fatigued. I mean, by like right mm. now, I'm on the couch. Um, I'm on, yeah. I'm only sixty one. Uh, usually very mm. active, and also when yeah. I sit down. I have to close my eyes. Even though I'm awake, I have to close okay. my eyes. So, so let okay. me ask a couple, couple questions. Uh, do you have any medical problems that you know of? Oh, my gosh. Okay. Year 23 oh. was the mm. year from hell. Um, mm. Yes. I had lots of, I mean, it was crazy stuff. And, um, and I lived do, here in do, the medical Do you presently? 
Fresno. Um, presently have any medical have, problems. Two, two quick questions. Uh, what did you have for breakfast and how uh, many steps did you put in today? <laughs> Is it a Not lot of sugar steps. and fat and no have- steps? <laughs> You she's know, she's on just, the couch. No steps. I'm on the couch. I just got back to walking uh, in the beginning of September because of uh, some medical. I had to go through some pretty severe radiation. And then I fell so For what? hard. For I, what? I, Hang on. Why? Okay. Now, why did you get radiation? Okay. I got to tell you, they never heard of it. Never seen it before. They sent it off to six different mm-hmm. pathologists because they couldn't believe okay. I had breast cancer. It was okay. under my arm. It was not in any lymph nodes. It was not in my breast, okay. but it came I back understand. breast I understand. cancer. Okay, so, so you had breast it, cancer and you had radiation. How long ago was radiation? I'm sorry? How long ago was radiation? Quick, uh, I finished with your radiation. juice box, lady. <laughs> <laughs> I finished the radiation in uh, end of March. End A year of March. ago. Okay, so here's the deal. Uh, if, when was the last time you saw your doctor? I just, well, I see lots of different doctors. Today, I just saw my diabetes doctor. I've been diabetic for 42 okay. years. So, A1C 6.6. Okay, so Kathy... All right. So, Kathy, yeah, I, I would have to sit and take your whole medical history. You have a lot of stuff uh, going on. Just the radiation and the diabetes can be associated with fatigue. Your breast cancer can come back, of course. But you got to take this very seriously. It's time to go get a full medical workup. It's time to maybe get a PET scan again to make sure the breast cancer hasn't come back. It's time to get a chest x-ray. Th- Kathy, that kind Kathy, of extreme. Kathy, one quick question. <laughs> when you say yeah. you see a lot of doctors, are you like on a podcast call-in circuit? That you just see a lot of doctors like a few minutes at a time before they they fob you off. We we That's hope it's right. not and that. And then they cut me off and say, "Okay, we're done." <laughs> well, I mean, Kathy, I, I literally, I, I'd have to, we'd have to go over your medicine. It could I be your med. I mean, the list of things that. But but what I'm what I want you to know though, this kind of fatigue is for real. It's not like, oh, Kathy's lazy. It's this is for real. Something's holding you down. My my number one, always, my number one is medication. So it could easily be some medication doing it. My number two is whatever your underlying disease process has been. We've got to look at those, make sure everything's in balance, nothing's recurring. And things like thyroid disease and other things can really, really do the same thing. So you got to... Isn't it like when you get to a certain age, it's like a... It just... It's like when you have a, something go wrong in a car, something else goes wrong in a car, and it just keeps happening. Yes, and, and, but that's a, older than 61. That, you know, yeah. that's, that's, but, I mean, cancer is no joke. So. Cancer is no joke. And diabetes. So. Things, don't, no joke. things don't go wrong with the car if you don't leave the road. Stay on the couch. There's nothing wrong with laying on the couch. You try to get out, you try to do shit. That's when you fall down, you break a hip, you choke on a clam. Stay in bed. <laughs> Wisdom from Doug Stanhope. Alec, Alec, unmute yourself. I like the way I like the way Bingo has to cover her face when you speak. Doug, (laughs) you're choking up. Funny. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I mean, I I feel like you know sometimes you have to keep going back in, and you don't want to. Yes, yes. You you have when there's when there's a lot going on. Look, 
it, it requires a lot of follow-up and a lot of management, a lot of care. Alec, what's going on there? It's a pain in the ass. Hey, Doctor. Mm. Hey, Doctor Drew. Uh, big fan of hey, Loveline. Just want to say uh, you're a passionate, passionate man. Uh, and hi, Thank Doug you. Thank and you. Bingo. Good to talk to you. Um, so I was actually going through a lot of the old radio shows that you used to do on Loveline because they're all on YouTube. And uh, I got mm. to this, the funniest part that I think that y'all have got where, uh, well, other than the one where <laughs> you have the, the night caller that's basically asking about like, uh, oh, what are you doing? Thinking about the Holocaust. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, yeah, the Holocaust call. Yeah. But it was, you found it was another one too you liked. Yeah, uh, this one is, uh, you guys are talking about rape being a violent act. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, this was, this was an old joke that, that Adam would say. He goes, he goes, look, he was talking about his grandmother, actually. And his grandmother would sit at the dinner table and go on about the violent crime rape. And Adam said he started thinking about it. And he goes, well, that's right. He goes, a violent, it's a violent crime. It's just the same as if you came in a liquor store with a gun, held the guy up, and then jumped <laughs> over the counter and pistol whipped the guy, and, and then you ejaculated. And it's the same thing. <laughs> Otherwise, it's exactly the same. <laughs> so he was... He was making fun of that phenomenon. So, he goes, it's exactly the same, and then you come, but otherwise it's You're going to get him canceled now if well, you're saying that loud. Joke. That was the joke. <laughs> A joke, everybody. Well, um, joke. All right? So, so I just wanted to ask, but, um, uh, what, was the, what, what was the, if you were to think the funniest thing that happened to you on Loveline or with Adam, what, I, I just was curious about, because uh, you guys are talking about comedy, was there a moment that you yeah. knew that that was working super well for you? Well, it was the very first time we were together. He, he, we filmed a little pilot and uh, I'd never really met him before. And we laughed so hard doing this pilot for, it was for MTV. It was Loveline. Loveline for MTV, yeah. And <laughs> we were laughing so much uh, after the, you know, at the end of the filming, the stage director came up to us and, goes, and said, how many years have you guys been working together? And we looked at each other like, What's, we met this morning, you know, and I thought, oh, this, that's some, there's something there, I guess. And so here we are 35 years later, still, still <laughs> doing stuff. So there we wow. are. But thanks awesome. for that, I appreciate it. Hey, right. thank you. Gotcha. Hey, Doug, how did you, how did you and Bingo meet? I was going to ask the same question. Oh, Doug has his hand up first. Hold oh. on. I have my hand up. I'll hit the unmute button. Uh, uh, we we met after a show. Uh, we uh, she was taking care of a uh, Helen Keller type of gentleman. Uh, uh, my friend, uh, I was hired to do this, but he was my dear friend. Uh, he had cerebral palsy. He was in a wheelchair. Was completely deaf. Um, couldn't speak um, or read or write, and so I but but he could laugh. Inappropriately during the comedy well, show, he, he where, <laughs> so you you you'd I be didn't saying know that was a bad thing. You'd say, "Hey, uh, so I, I flew in from Minneapolis, St. Paul, and then." I was trying to help my friend. Yeah, I was a bad thing I've for been, a comic. I've I been didn't know this. I've been through this at other clubs where they bring. Uh, special needs people in as laughter is the best medicine 
And you go, well, I'm not, I don't take insurance. So you know what? Why don't you bring those people to a doctor and laugh? Because they're just girthing and ru- ruining this for everyone. At the wrong times, but but I didn't know. <laughs> I was trying to and, make a And so did you... That. And did you come up and apologize afterwards or something, Bingo? Is that no, how you guys I mean, met? I or did, t- did you I had to take him to the bathroom. And, and I was out like smoking. He wasn't even a headliner. Ah. No stand up was nothing. He wasn't a headliner. He was a middle act. <laughs> I had to take my friend to the restroom where middle act was having a beer. Nothing. Long story short, then I uh, we fucked for a week and I didn't see her. <laughs> For many years, she didn't call me till I was a headliner, and she was getting out of a mental institution with a bald head. And I left my life for her. So there's the book. Boom! There you go. But I like the fact that the whole while she has to keep reminding you that you know she thinks of you as the mid-level comedian, not the headliner. That she came. She's still that's that's who you are, Doug. Come on, that's how she knows you. Yeah, you want to have a breakfast domestic? I'm gonna go. Hey, who fucked middle act? Not me. You did. You fucked the middle act, honey. I was working my way up. <laughs> All right, this is my question, Doctor Drew. I got labs this year for the first time. I actually went to a doctor yeah. because Not yet. an Good. old Good. friend of mine from when I was a kid Good. happened to live in my town, and I did the labs, and it turned he, like my liver was after all this. My liver's fine. The only thing he found was high triglycerides and and this and that. And uh, since Did then, you have I have low low H. <laughs> what are you doing to for the triglycerides? Okay, well then then after I I I I, I did all the research. I, I I went no red meats. I did this and that, and then I went and yeah, I did yeah. labs again three months later, and everything was great. And then. Bingo went to get her labs from our same guy, and he goes, "Don't forget, you have to fast for uh, twelve hours or eight hours, whatever it was." And yeah. I said, "You never told me yeah. I had to fast." So my labs. Oh, that's knows, funny. I might have come right from a fucking Denny's breakfast. The moon's <laughs> over my hammy might have been in my. And now I, so oh, so now here's my hysterical. question: my, my liver has always been good for three labs over the last nine months yeah. until the last one. Uh, he said I had very high enzymes in my liver, and it was January third or fourth. So it's right after a yeah, whole holiday bender. How long uh, does it take for enzymes to build up or uh, seed in your liver, where you could blame it on a, a specific night or weekend? It, it's pretty immediate. Like the next day, your enzymes will be up, right? It's it's yeah. it's sort of a toxic reaction to the so 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 the lab lab analysis of liver um, status is 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 it's not a, an exact rep, reflection of what's going on, right? Uh, so all we know is you had some alcohol-related injury to your liver. We have no idea what that injury was. Was it just an acute thing that the liver just gets over because it's highly regenerative? Or do you have some degree of fatty liver? Well, the w- the way to assess the liver first is physical exam. Did he come in and press on your abdomen and measure your liver and look at your palms and these things that we do to, no, to no. sort of assess what the liver is doing? Yeah. He, he works at, he, he's a, he's a, a, a family practitioner. He's not a, a, an MD and he works at an outpost in Tombstone, Arizona. That's 
literally looks <laughs> like a small Fort okay. Apache. So, uh, and he was a, okay. he's a medic. He's, he's uh, all the history is okay. a medic all right. in the army. So, but he's but let's, so let's talk about it. So, a rash so, where he goes, I'll just say it's herpes and not look at it. He's shoulder like, herpes. <laughs> That's what he told you. Sure. That's what he had oh, on his geez. shoulder. Uh, okay. Yeah, maybe it was shingles. Maybe, maybe it was shingles, though. It was shingles that's, is a type of herpes, and it yeah. was shingles. Yeah, and so well, that's why I'm so diagnosed very well, and I think it's very mild. Good uh, shingles. Good, which can certainly happen. Um, but but liver, you know, it, it's actually for a male, it's actually hard to get cirrhosis. Males don't get cirrhosis very easily. Sometimes. They have enzyme deficiencies and things and, and can be prone to it. Women are about five times more likely to get cirrhosis than men. So for men, what we typically get is something called fatty liver. And sometimes as part of that, you can get something called acute sclerosing hyalonecrosis. The, the, the simple name is alcoholic hepatitis. And you can give yourself an alcoholic hepatitis episode with a bad binge, but the problem with alcoholic hepatitis is it tends to move to cirrhosis. So most men just have, you know, acute fatty liver kind of thing, which is the liver is just inflamed and enlarged, that kind of thing. And, and the oxidative state of the cells in the liver are pushed towards fatty acid production. And that's not a healthy state to be in, but it's a totally regenerative state to have been in. All these things you can recur, you can get better from. So, except cirrhosis, and even yeah, that I was, one, I was I was just surprised that he found no signs of anything, and then one time he's like, "Oh, well, that's really high." He has to only be well. The triglycerides, right? The triglycerides no, also can be associated with pain. All, all three times. Oh. Yeah, the, the triglycerides. The one time. Triglycerides can be associated with liver sometimes. Uh, it can be liver sometimes. It can be pancreas. Your pancreas doesn't like alcohol and it gets inflamed. It can be associated with high triglycerides. And the, a little known sort of fact about, not fact, observation about triglycerides and HDL is restricting carbohydrates make that better. That insulin may have a lot to do with, with uh, HDL and triglycerides. So there's my, there's my medical primer for the day. All right, let me see if we got another. Well, we have another uh, call for you. This is Jonathan. Jay Hep, why aren't you calling in here? We got all these people over on the Rumble Rants. Um, yes, uh, somebody put the cirrhosis is more common in females. Bingo, uh, bingo has a part of dyskinesia uh, question if you can't get Jay Hep on the phone. Oh, go go ahead. You don't. I don't see any evidence of that with her. She looks you know, well, good. Well, you're not seeing it because I'm not walking around. Or, like, that's why uh, I might have this. That's why uh, she's drinking uh, out of plastic. Yeah, I, I, I definitely, I have caught whatever I have tried to discontinue for sure. And um, okay. so I am definitely self-medicating myself, I think, out of it. Because my doctor, whoever the guy is, wants to add more medications as um, Parkinson's disease medication to my totally packed medicated world um to get me out of this and i'm i have tardive dyskinesia from what i understand because of my psych meds so mm. adding another medication i don't think is going to help me so instead of that i have that medication but i don't take it i'm trying to i'm starting to lower my medications to fix it myself i don't know what i'm doing well, that's that's interesting. Hat. I I I generally I'm generally a fan of de-prescribing, right? I'm I'm a fan I'm of that. I'm doing it by myself. Most though. people end up. 
It, well, I know that's not so great, but 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 people usually end up on too much medication, and then doctors just leave them there. And, and I'm a big fan of getting off everything you possibly can. The reason now, you know, tardive dyskinesia technically is usually face, mouth, that kind of thing. Tardive hang on, tardive akathisia is the legs, the moving of the legs all the time. Are you I'm, having the leg movement thing? It started. It started. Uh, Sam's noticed in my face for sure, but it started really mm. hitting me in the wrists. And she, she's um, she, she's, and all, she's always had a little bit of this. Yeah. Uh, but, yes. Yes. Uh, and I I only noticed it because she had told me she's like she's drinking out of plastic now because she feels like she's going to drop glasses, and that's when I saw a commercial about tardive dyskinesia, which I am always associated with the mouth when I make fun of elderly people yes. in my act. Uh, and yes. So when I That's saw the nice. commercial about a guy dropping things and at the antique story works yeah. at, I'm like, wow, I didn't know it was it's yes. definitely here. It really bothers me here. And, I and will there, not take glasses. And there, and, but it's in my And to be fair, now. there are two new. Yeah, there are. I don't know if you feel like moving around all the time. That's more the akathisia. But, but the the there are two new medications that uh, are good for it. I'll just tell you, it's Ingrezza and Ostito. Um, those are the two meds that they typically use for these things. And that's the commercial that does. <laughs> Thank God they're they're advertising medication on TV. Jonathan, you have to unmute yourself. Know. There, uh, yeah. you have to. Uh, the uh, there I you was are. What's up, man? Parkinson's. Yeah, I saw that anti-Parkinson, which, which kind of goes at the more akathisia type stuff. So it's interesting. But uh, but you you talk to your doctor. I, I'm in no position Jay to uh, go Jay ahead there, Jonathan. I know where's Jay. I can't believe I'm talking to you. Hey man, um, huge fan of uh, Wilson are. ever since Moldline days. Um, I've got a question related to addiction. Uh, something I don't think I've ever heard you mention is uh, hoarding type behaviors. Is that an, an addiction oh, yeah. symptom? I've got a, a no, sister that's no, sort no. of presenting. Well, I mean, sometimes, I mean, hoarding can be associated with almost any mental illness, right? Um, but mm -hmm. not typically with addiction unless it is meth. Uh, meth, you know, when you see people with lots of stuff hoarded on the streets, and particularly when you see things dismantled, like they're taking apart TVs and radios and bicycles and stuff, that's always meth. So, yes, okay. it, it could have some relation to addiction, but that's not a typical uh, addiction thing. So, thank you, there, Jonathan. I'm gonna try to get through a couple of people here quickly because there's a lot of people suddenly uh, on the on the on the lineup here. Uh, this is Ann. Nope, her mini mind dropped out. This is Andy, and uh, I do have to wrap in about five minutes, guys. It really, it's so good to see you guys. I, when you're out here, please, please, please. Or if you're new, we just got to. It was just fun seeing you guys. I'd never met Bingo until we were at the yes. Skank Fest, and it was a delight to spend time with her. I got to tell so you, that was one of the highlights of the of the weekend for me. Yeah. So uh, Andy, what's up? <laughs> and Andy, Andy, hey, Doctor Drew, Andy, hey, Andy. Hey, Hey, Doug. Hey, Hello. Hello. This is my best friend in the world. Hey, uh, so I got a medical question. I got this. Uh, <laughs> All right. I had to think of one, but I had have it, I guess. Um, and I wake up with like a stabbing pain on the top of where I had the Whipple surgery done. Oh, boy. Bear with that. Yeah. So it feels well, okay. like you, you see a you had pancreatic. Did you see a pancreatic cancer? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. 
You think you're listening to it? So, dead Whipple man. procedure. I, 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 how long ago did you have the Whipple? Years ago. How many years, uh, many years I can answer for We're breaking up a little bit. Hang on, Doctor Drew. Uh, Andy uh, is my best friend, and he also has a podcast with Greg Chaley, where this is part of the podcast. Is he's never getting connection, and he can't figure out. Shit, so I'll answer for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good. So, I don't know. He was out there. Oh, anyway. So, yes, uh, so Andy is right that pancreatic cancer is very, very serious. And a Whipple's procedure is a massive operation. It's one of the biggest operations that humans can go through where they essentially remove the pancreas and change all your plumbing, let's just say, from your liver, your, your small intestines. It's just a complete revision of, of that region without getting into the details. And I got to say, we are doing so much better with pancreatic cancer these days. I, I don't know if you've had a bunch of chemo and stuff, but man, it is responding and it kind of exciting what's happening there. So I, I'm glad you're with us, Andy. Okay, so uh, can you write me a prescription for pain meds no. Uh, anyway, you know what that might <laughs> beautiful, <laughs> unpredictable. This pain I, I, and it comes on, and I don't know. I, I just feel it coming on, and all of a sudden I'm in pain. And is there a uh, I, like a preventative I, I say, pain med makes, I could have so that I? It's so, a bummer. So I don't know about preventative, but it is a bummer. Go ahead, Doug. <laughs> uh, we went to a, a Lansing Lugnuts Triple uh, A baseball game when we were on the road. And he tried to catch a home run, but it hit off his his forearm and left a small welt. And he went to the uh, the the medical tent and tried to get pain meds for the welt. <laughs> so, yeah. Anytime there's hey, Andy, pain meds, you're cute. AndyAndrus.com. Andy's cute. All your pain meds. <laughs> There you <laughs> so here's the reality. I mean, he, of course, with a massive operation like that, you can have pain residually for sure. He needs to go back to his doctor, make sure he doesn't have a recurrence of the pancreatic cancer because sometimes that causes pain. But absolutely, I, I can't prescribe it. I'm not your doctor, but you should have pain meds for pain for your cancer patient. For Christ's sake, we've gone so far. I, look, listen, man, I, you know, I was very worried about the opioid crisis and the overprescribing and all the bullshit that my peers did. But now people that have legitimate pain can't get pain meds. It's absolutely insane. Insane. And I, I can't believe how, how pathetic we are in, in my profession. We can't practice medicine properly. But here we are. Uh, we saw, saw I think further evidence of that during COVID. Yeah, he wasn't he was not interested anymore at that point. But uh, guys, it has been, uh, as always, fun hanging out with you guys. I have to kind of wrap things up. Bingo. Privilege to see you. Uh, talk to your doctor about getting off those meds, but I for sure am a deep okay. prescriber. Cheers, everybody. Susan is here. She comes. They're toasting you. You can there toast them is. back. Oh, hold on. Well, hey, she Where has something she? to say first. So hold on, everybody. She? She's coming on the mic. Sorry, I had a big coughing attack and I had to run out of the room. I was listening to all the old people talk about their problems. This this was very entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very proud of you guys for still being alive. And um, oh. I had to run out of the room because I'm choking on my own spit. But, you know, it was a great show. Thanks for coming. Yeah. And, uh, and we will hopefully hook up with you guys somewhere. Do you, do you yeah. travel with that very much, Bingo, when he goes around? Oh, a lot. A lot. Yeah, we're, we're going to okay. uh, on right. tourism tomorrow. We're going to Rochester, Minnesota. <laughs> to go yeah. to a dentist that doesn't lie to us. To go to a Across America to get anything. We go everywhere for no reason. <laughs>
this well enjoy cheers and i'll see well, you guys uh hopefully this hundred percent sooner the better all right guys see you Love you guys. Thanks. Yeah, I love you guys. And uh, always never disappoints. Uh, I'm anxious. I'd love to hear that interview he's doing with, uh, what's her name, that was arrested in Italy? Amanda Knox. What's her name? I already blanked in there. Amanda Knox. Wouldn't that be interesting? Yeah. Um, you, you, you should you seem go very on her show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've, I mean, okay. that's a story Happily, that I believe. You know, that'd be, a, what a great well, little, yeah, there's so much Doug, you could talk with her. After Doug does that, uh, I re remember, if you remember, we were reporting it all the time on HLN. We were following that thing. Oh, yeah. I always felt she was innocent. That's why I still maintain that. Um, but be that as it may, uh, I, uh, I got to run out of here. There's the upcoming show. Our next guest is Jim Brewer, and uh, he does not disappoint either. So We have a big problem. Uh-oh. I couldn't find the TV controller. Uh-oh. Why is that a big problem? I don't know. It just makes me feel old. <laughs> oh, no. You have to find it before you leave. <laughs> Okay, then. This whole show made me <laughs> feel old. Makes me feel old that you said that, but okay. Uh, <laughs> Isn't that a, a crisis when you hit the your one, 60s? No, I don't think so. You forget where you put your teeth. Uh, <laughs> okay. uh, all right, everybody. Uh, uh, we will leave it at that. Uh, we've got a lot of great guests coming up next week. I we're, still have all my teeth. We That's are good out news. tomorrow because we are going to have to go to Florida. We're going to the... Uh, the Hall of Fame. I mean, the podcast Hall of Fame yeah. is in Orlando, and Drew is going to be giving Adam Carolla his official podcast Hall of Fame award. But of course, Adam won't be there. And then we're going. I just, He'll be. He's sending a video. We're flying video. to Orlando, but Drew's going to be host, hosting it. And by the way, it will be live. So we'll post the links up on Twitter. So if anybody wants to watch the show, you can see a bunch of people you don't know, and then Drew give the award to Adam. And then I believe we're doing uh, Dave Rubin on Monday, right? <laughs> yeah, we, you're going to be on uh, Dave Rubin on Monday. Dave's we're going to further south. We, it turned into something good because yeah. Dave asked if we were going to be in Florida, and I go, "Well, we'll be there on Monday." And he goes, "Let's do it." So we're going to fly down to Miami and yeah. I'm going to get a tan and maybe get rid of this runny nose. And I have Russell to go, Brand. ladies and gentlemen. We're out tomorrow. Oh, and I, the Russell Brand show is going to oh, drop. Yeah, yeah. I did Russell oh, yeah. Brand this morning. So talks, if you're a Locals fan, you might have seen the uh, Russell Brand uh, free, what does it call it? Free, stay free. Stay free, yeah. And um, we did it on Locals today. They're going to be uploading it on Rumble tomorrow. So you get to see the whole interview. Uh, they schmoozed and they love each other again and I was really happy about yeah, it. I couldn't yeah. sleep but last night I was so excited about it. I woke up at 5 o'clock <laughs> in the morning and also dying. And he, le I'm, he left me a lovely uh, I voice know. He wants to hang yeah. so he'll be on this show soon. Good. We'll have the next another comedian here. But I just want to say I love having comedians on this show sometimes. It's, it's, it's nice. It kind of it went away when you were doing your mom's house because you did it all over there. But right. I just, I really, I really love having the humor here. We okay. do a lot of really important stuff, but it's so nice that we have the opportunity to bring people in here and and chat about our lives and the fact that be happy that and we're we, still we, alive. We, we know we, you and I know an uncanny number of. It's comedians. weird. It's That's weird how I mean. When we started your mom's house. Yeah. I had your 60th birthday and yeah. you gave me your Rolodex. I had my Rolodex. I was like, shoot, we know everybody. Comedians. Comedians, comedians yeah. yeah. And they, everybody showed up and I was like, this, I mean, we can probably put a show together. <laughs> but, we had a Drew and friends. Yeah. And honestly, weird. honestly, guys, 
Yeah. Honestly, guys, like during the whole uh, pandemic and lockdown and everything, pretty much comedians were yeah. the people that were speaking up and making fun of all that nonsense with lockdowns and mandates. They, they That's why I feel not, like comedians they, for a good fit really year, well. They were not. They, they, yeah. they, yes, then they you're got right. Sick they, of for it. a while, they weren't. I kept and I kept asking, "Where are they? They where are they? They need to, they, they normally they're speak up about they're stuff." They're still this, a little gun shy. I mean, I know that the topics here, like one of the questions they're going to ask, we have to go to a fireside chat on on Friday mm. at this podcast mm. Hall of Fame thing. They're like, "Are you able to monetize with the kind of content that you're you're doing?" Mm. And I was like, you know, I just I thought about it, like like we've done sex and. COVID and somehow you've been able to stay alive. Like it's, it is really hard. I mean, guys, I do have to go. But anyways, <laughs> yes, I'm just really excited. Theorize about our lives and careers. I was really excited to have comedians on and I hope that the fans like it too. Well, I know I talk too much. Send, send, you want them to send the information to contact if they do like it or if they want other comedians? Yeah, yes. I mean, contact Joey, Joey Diaz is, is Jeff's next. I don't have uh, I Joey Diaz Joey. in my phone. We can but, get him. All right, for, you for can you can try. Christina. You can try. All right, I'll try. Because I love right. Georgie. Tom right. Segura would be great. I'd love to have him on. And also Christina as well. But, you know, that they're so busy. Yeah. So. Okay, guys, we'll see you. We're Ta -ta. out tomorrow, Tuesday, 3 o'clock. See you then. Ask Dr. Drew is produced by Caleb Nation and Susan Pinsky. As a reminder, the discussions here are not a substitute for medical care, diagnosis, or treatment. This show is intended for educational and informational purposes only. I am a licensed physician, but I am not a replacement for your personal doctor and I am not practicing medicine here. Always remember that our understanding of medicine and science is constantly evolving. Though my opinion is based on the information that is available to me today, some of the contents of this show could be outdated in the future. Be sure to check with trusted resources in case any of the information has been updated since this was published. If you or someone you know is in immediate danger, don't call me, call 911. If you're feeling hopeless or suicidal, call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 800-273-8255. You can find more of my recommended organizations and helpful resources at drdrew.com help. Hold up. 